This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I could not be more thrilled, more excited, because every single day on this program, Thomas, Pretty Daddy, the Bristler, Muscles, DeCelestino, covers himself in radio producing glory. He is excellent. Many of you love him. All of you have thoughts on him. He's on Twitter, Diesel CBS. But today he's gone to another level. For the first time in the two years that, oh, he's dancing, that we have been working together. And if you listen to the show, you know, I routinely suggest, slash ask, maybe occasionally unsuccessfully attempt to cajole him to watch anything that even remotely represents some form of pop culture or television or movies or TV show. And last night, like a bolt of beautiful lightning that doesn't strike you but flashes across you to show you God's glory, I got a text message from Pretty Daddy that said, I watched it. We will. I don't even know what he thought. We will get into that in 20 minutes. I am extremely excited. I'll even throw in a mini movie review to kind of get get things going on the pop culture front in about 20 minutes. We will talk about... The boneheaded stupidity, the insouciance, can I go big words, the um, hard-headed arrogance, I don't know what it is, maybe all of those things, of some of the remaining staff at Northwestern wearing shirts in front of the very people who had to clean up the scandal involving allegations of hazing and the, what, 16 lawsuits that resulted Some of the staff members wearing shirts to just sort of flip the finger that you're not supposed to in the direction of those decision makers and the rest of us who think that, you know, hazing's not okay. We'll get into that. We know that conference, i got to come up with a new term. It's not realignment. Destruction and recreation is going to be in fits and starts. It's going to be ugly. And as I said, man, a little highfalutin, as Hemingway wrote about poverty, about going broke, it's going to happen slowly and all at once. And as part of that, There's going to be fits and starts. Certainly a speed bump, a hiccup, maybe a concern for Cal and Stanford and and SMU if, in fact, they look at the ACC as a life preserver and something that they need. There's a bit of a slowdown there. We'll get into just the latest on, on college football 
conference destruction and reconstruction. Uh, Barrett Salee is going to be on the show, our friend, our buddy, CBS Sports HQ, college football aficionado, also hosts a radio show on Sirius XM, where you can hear us, by the way, as well. Uh, we'll talk to Barrett about all this machinations and things going on, and we'll get into some, you know, football, the actual thing that's being realigned around. That's the, the game itself. We've got by ourselves, we always do a, a catch-all, a dream catcher net. I don't like that. I don't like dream catcher nets. They, they scare me. I don't know the concept. Scares the hell out of me. But whatever. We're going to catch a bunch of topics and put them by ourselves, and we'll get into Kirk Cousins and the Vikings finally seeing him for what he is. Phone number on the show. You want to call us? You want to hang out? You want to holler? You want to talk to Pretty Daddy over here on a big, big day in his life and his career and his moment on this show? He is the bristler. We'll call him the deliverer. If you want to talk to him, 855 212 for CBS, and here's the cool thing. I know it's sometimes tricky to kind of like, i got to look for the C, got to look for the B, got to look for the S, what's the number? It's toll-free. It's not going to cost you a dime. 855-212-4CBS. If you want X to mark the spot on Twitter, that's the best I can do in acknowledging its new name. Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Aaron Rodgers is a charming guy, and the, the Aaron Rodgers rehabilitation tour continues. And part of the reason, we talked about this yesterday, if you missed it at the opening of the show, it is worth listening to. And then in the, in the, the second segment, Tommy and I got in a pretty spirited argument. Uh, and I hate to say this because it sounds like Tommy's right in retrospect. I'm kind of wooed. I've been wooed by Aaron Rodgers. The, the, the hard knocks charm got me, and Tommy literally threw his hands up and said, to hell with that guy. But Aaron Rodgers has entered for me the first realm of likability in a long time. And having seen another all-time great quarterback, this one is the all-time great, who I could not stand from a distance. And look, caveat, I don't know this. these people. If you're Aaron Rodgers, like mom or dad or brother or whatever, current, I don't know who he's dating right now, current ex-girlfriend, you're like, you don't know him. I don't mean in the, hey, what's going on? It's great to spend Thanksgiving with you. Can you pass the mashed potatoes? You're cool to be around or not. I just mean from a distance as a figure who plays football. Didn't like Tom Brady. I didn't like Tom Brady at all. And he went to Tampa Bay, and he became a little less buttoned down because of the Patriots' approach, and I found myself rooting for and liking Tom Brady. The fact is that human beings are allowed to change. That includes me, and I'm always about the complications in, in people. And if Aaron Rodgers can move on from what was absolutely, unequivocally, beyond debate and doubt, unlikable behavior during the end of his time in Green Bay. And it was. Well, cool. More, more power to him. And if he's fooling me, if he's a con artist, if he's a used car salesman slickster who's just selling me a bag of goods that he's Mr. Awesome Guy now, you know what? That's fine, too. Because I kind of find myself enjoying the Aaron Rodgers show. And the latest turn in this, following the Hard Knocks debut that we discussed, is Aaron Rodgers, I think, laying down... Some really interesting insight on Bryce Young. Now, there's some connections here. You're going to hear some of this when we hear from Aaron Rodgers. They share an agent. Okay, that's one. Two, Aaron Rodgers, and we saw this in Hard Knocks. Maybe it's real. I think it kind of wants to be, but Hard Knocks tends to fool me. Cell thinks it's a heap of garbage, a heap of, a heap of crap. But either way, Aaron Rodgers is selling this idea on Hard Knocks, and now I think with Bryce Young that he is a, an elder statesman of the game and that he can impart some wisdom. And he talks a lot about joy and enjoying the moment. And Bryce Young is a young quarterback coming out of Alabama with the Panthers. Top pick, highly, highly coveted and very much endowed with a massive amount of pressure. Right? Like, you are, you are expected to succeed at that level. In a way that, by the way, Aaron Rodgers wasn't. Aaron Rodgers fell all the way to the 20s with Green Bay, sat in that, in that draft room looking all lonely and sad. 
he doesn't threaten Aaron Rodgers in any kind of way. He's not a current concern for Aaron Rodgers. And, and I'll go further. Even if Bryce Young becomes a top-five quarterback over the course of his career, it is almost certainly not going to occur on a timeline in which the Panthers are going to be any kind of problem for the Jets on any level that matters. So it does make it a little bit easier for Aaron Rodgers to put his arm around the kid and say it's all going to be okay. And the third thing is I do think good guy, bad guy, like most of us somewhere in between, as you reach the end of a thing, as you reach the end of your life, and we'll all go through that, and I've known people who have been through this, uh, for people who reach the end of their marriages, all of us, right, reach the end of certain stages in our jobs. We move on from places. Eventually, hopefully, we all get to retire. And in a professional athlete's case, as you as you enter the end of your career, you start to become maybe a little more reflective, a little more interested in the meaning behind things. And I think that gives Aaron Rodgers an opportunity to offer Bryce Young some advice. They had a joint practice, what, yesterday. They play each other, if you want to watch preseason game on Saturday. I think it's at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock out here uh, on the West Coast. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play. He's probably going to have the head, headset on and just like call in plays for, for Zach Wilson. We, we should see Bryce, Bryce Young out there. And Aaron Rodgers, obviously, is going to be asked about, about Bryce Young. And they, as you're going to hear in this clip, they, ha- they do, as I mentioned, have a connection somewhat to each other. I like the kid a lot. Uh, we have uh, uh, we share an agent, so I've known about him for a long time. Uh, I love watching him in college. I like his demeanor. I like his movement. I like the way he throws. So I think uh, Carolina's in good hands. All right, now I'm, I like him. He's talented, blah, blah, blah. Right, I got it. What, what are you going to say? It's the second part of his conversation with reporters that I thought was really interesting because it doesn't matter, again, whether Tommy thinks Aaron Rodgers is a con artist selling himself as some kind of remade man or else I'm interested in the idea of what Aaron Rodgers is about behind the scenes because of this HBO show. You know good advice when you hear it. And you know wisdom when you hear it. I'm in radio, and I've been given great advice, great advice in my career by people that I personally like. Jim Rome is a great example. And by people that I can't stand. That's a guy that, you know, no, not you, Tom. It's a guy in L.A. who's kind of famous and works at one of the local stations. But the advice is the advice. And I think this bit of advice for Bryce Young, from Aaron Rodgers, especially having seen Hard Knocks and just gotten some insight into Rodgers' approach, it really struck home and for me continued the Aaron Rodgers rehabilitation tour of his reputation. Be gentle with yourself. It's a long journey. Uh, it feels like every little snap and practice is the end of the world if it doesn't go right. It's just not true. It's a long, uh, long journey. It's about holding on to your confidence and enjoying the ride, enjoying the little things every day. But I think he's got a great head on his shoulders and he'll be just fine. It's such good advice for everybody, but quarterbacks in particular, because it's a combination of, and this has always been true for the ambitious. It doesn't matter what you're ambitious about. It can be anything. You think that every moment is the moment that defines your career or your pursuit, or you want to be the top guy in your bowling league, or in Tommy's case, right? You want to win those weightlifting competitions, or for me, playing tennis, or whatever you do for a living, whatever. Even being a parent, anything. No, man, it's, it's a marathon. It doesn't mean that you want to stumble out of the gate. It doesn't mean you want to run as slowly as possible, but it is a long process. And it's really easy to lose track of that, especially in pursuits that are highly, highly pressurized and that are under some kind of a spotlight. And Obviously, there is a major glaring spotlight on Bryce Young and every quarterback, by the way, that comes into the NFL with some sort of expectation, maybe even any expectation of any kind. And obviously, there's a lot of pressure, and it's not easy. But, but it's a process. 
you, you also hear Aaron Rodgers, again, I think it's inside into him, talking about the need, I think, what he's saying, is to sort of slow things down a little bit. Focus on what's in front of you, but don't let failure define, in a moment, what could happen on the next set of opportunities in the next game, in the next week, in the next season. And this is one of those things that's, that's true in, in, in sports for those of us that play them casually. It's true if you're a radio host or a radio producer. You don't want to screw up. You don't want to mess up. You don't want to fail. But I failure, and I think this is right, it does I define success. Your ability to react to it defines success. And that's one of the things about Aaron Rodgers that's, that's pretty amazing. And, and he has this insight, because remember, he sat for three years behind Brett Favre. He didn't just sit in that draft room and fall and fall and fall and feel humiliated and get that chip on his shoulder. Then he had to sit. He had to wait three years to prove himself, to prove to everybody else that all these other teams made a colossal error in judgment. And he's sharing with Bryce Young. He's sharing with everybody, right, because he's saying it to reporters. But again, based on hard knocks, I wouldn't be shocked if he walked up to Bryce Young and said the exact same thing in even more insightful fashion because you saw some of that hard knocks he'd say certain things and they show a clip of him talking to coaches or the, or the press and he'd say something similar but it sounded like a cliche only he had actually just said it in a much much more expansive way earlier in the show and, and that is the idea that you got a long ways to go and don't let things get you down it's great advice for Bryce Young and it makes me I'm not saying I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers but I've, look I've, I have disliked some athletes I'm not a big Jay Cutler fan. Not a big and Kyrie Irving. I've actually interacted. Not Kyrie Irving. Yeah, excuse me, Chris Paul. I don't like Kyrie Irving either. Interacted with Kyrie. He's been fine. Not a big Chris Paul fan. I have interacted with Chris. I'd be open to changing my mind. And and I, I've not been a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Never met the man. Have interviewed him on radio before. That was kind of cool. He's very charming. Maybe in this final tenure, maybe in going to the Jets and saying goodbye to Green Bay, Maybe in having to leave the place that he defined, and he loved, even if he did it sometimes in a way that imitated a narcissist and seemed a little self-absorbed and seemed all about him. That's part of being a quarterback and an alpha at that level. Maybe Aaron Rodgers has gotten a little bit of perspective, just like Tom Brady. Or maybe he's completely fooled me and I'm a complete sucker. Either way, I like the advice he gave Bryce Young, and I'm enjoying the Aaron Rodgers rehabilitation tour of his reputation, even if it's a bunch of hooey as Tommy would say. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I'll ask you. I mean, maybe you like Rodgers, so maybe this is based on a premise that ain't, that ain't true. Do you believe Aaron Rodgers when you see him on Hard Knocks, hear us talk about it, hear him talk about Bryce Young, and think he's a good guy? It doesn't matter for his football team. Or like Tom, do you think he's a great big phony? Holden Caulfield level, swear word, swear word, phony. And you want him to fail. You gotta take eight five five two one two four CBS. Tommy's gotta take. It's on a TV show he actually watched per request. First time in two years. We unroll that magic next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, 
Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I call it an apricot. People call it, I think it's pronounced apricot. I don't think I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, either way, I don't want that. However you say it, I'm out. On CBS Sports Radio. Oh, here's your song, Tom. This is this is the kind you like, right? Very much so. Yes, it's pretty catchy. Yeah, this is from the album Lover. A few years ago, I think. All right, good stuff. Uh, welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder, with you. A little Tay Tay for Tommy was all mad about our new highfalutin stuff. Oh, we're talking Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna take a phone call if you want to join the conversation. Eight five five two one two. For CBS, we're going to go to 100.3 in beautiful Myrtle Beach. I have been there. It is a glorious place. Uh, my, my my wife's sister used to live there. Patrick is in Myrtle Beach. What's up, brother? Appreciate you listening. You are on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Yeah, Myrtle Beach is beautiful looking. However, it is a, uh, a bit of a redneck Riviera, so just be careful down here. That's right. Um, I'm from Missouri, buddy. It's okay. I'm in Iowa. That's fair. All right, so... Um, yeah, I love y'all show. I listen to it every day. You know, 10 o'clock starts up here. Um, so uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers, I want to preface this with, I am a big Pat McAfee fan and, um, you know, she's obviously a big part of that show. So I, I do like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, you know, I, yeah, he can get a little out there sometimes, but I think honestly, he might be one of the most genuine, in my opinion, one of the more genuine people in that world. I think he's very smart. Um, yeah, he might be on a little on the wild side. I'm not big into uh, psychedelics, but, you know, do you? Not my thing either. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. But um, what's it called? As far as I do want to see him succeed, I think it's, I, I liken his situation to, like, a snake shedding its skin from Green Bay that was just, you know, it was just bad juju, whatever you want to call it, you know, with the, um, with the press and their inter- interpersonal stuff. I think that it was just not a good situation towards the end for everybody. I think it was best that he left for everybody, even for Green Bay. Um, it did them a favor too. But I think he's a, you know like a new a new you know new day, new me. And uh, I hope he succeeds uh, to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, as long as he beats everybody but the Dolphins, because I'm a major Dolphins fan. So I love no. dude. I think I think Tua is going to be. 
I think Tua is going to make the Dolphins good this year. Patrick, thanks for the call, brother. I think you're the first. I think it's first time call for you. Appreciate your listening every day down in Myrtle Beach. It's a good call, man. Shedding the skin. I like it. It's accurate. And Tommy, part of the reason I like getting calls like Patrick's is because it it gave me an insight that I didn't even realize that I'd had. He made the point. Obviously, Rogers is friends with McAfee, right? And like when when that YouTube show is happening, Aaron goes on. Aaron Rodgers goes on there a lot. Maybe that's part of what I'm experiencing through hard knocks. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys, and I've known people like this, especially in sports, where if you're in the club, right, if you're in the group, he's the best guy. And if you're out of the group, he's the worst guy. And and I I brought up Frank Sinatra the other day, and that was how he was, right? He's in charge, he's the alpha, but he's amazing if you're in his orbit. And hard knocks brings us into his orbit. It's not going to remain, it's not going to stay that way. You know, if you're if you're a fan of the show that Patrick talked about, you're kind of in the orbit. But I think maybe that's part of what's going on. I mean, the psychedelics ain't my thing, ain't my thing either. And just for me, the main thing, like there's a lot about Aaron Rodgers undermining his front office a couple years in a row, and his GM and Brian Gutenkins a couple years in a row, to me is undermining your organization, and it's it's just not fair, and it's throwing your weight around in a way that's not helpful. But big personalities are going to do it. I cannot like it and still absolutely understand it. That's really funny. (laughs) Patrick's rooting for Aaron Rodgers, except against the Dolphins. I think Dolphins are going to be really good this year. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Now, let me add this, too, about, about, about Aaron Rodgers. I like seeing greatness be great, be extraordinary. And I don't have to like you for that to be the case. I'm always talking about how I don't like, how I don't like, Kyrie Irving and Chris Paul in the NBA. I don't. But I'd love to. I really would. Not Kyrie. I'd love to see Chris Paul win an NBA championship because he's great, even though I can't stand the guy on a personal level. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't made a Super Bowl in a very long time, and he's only won one. So it's like the idea of Aaron Rodgers shedding that skin like Patrick talked about and, and maybe getting rid of some of that bad juju and having a new start and just getting to see him at his highest level that would be entertaining to me. I'm, I'm here for it, even if it wasn't my favorite guy the last few years in Green Bay. 855-212-4CBS. Let's keep the conversation going on. I think the NFL's most interesting quarterback. Not Bass. It's Mahomes now, but Rodgers is fascinating. Scott in Arizona's on the line. Scott, appreciate you listening out here on the west part of this beautiful country. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Bill, good to talk to you again. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you 100%. I think with Aaron Rodgers, what the thing is, um, some people take about the self-centeredness, um, but the talent is there. But I think if he would have drawn back a little bit, maybe uh, sometimes he feels like not a team player. Do you think he might have won a couple more Super Bowls? I, look, I do. It's a really good question, Scott, and I don't know, right? Because the thing about hard knocks, and I know it's edited, but you get real insight on guys, but only in these little windows that they show you. There, there obviously has not been hard knocks on any level in Green Bay over over Aaron Rodgers' tenure, so I'm, I'm speculating. But yeah, man, I mean, Brian Gutenkins is the GM. He's grossly undermined. And I brought, it's very small, but Aaron Rodgers definitely alphaed his head coach with the Jets, I thought, on hard knocks. Just made it clear he's in charge, but he, he chose to be there. Can you imagine what it was like to manage Aaron Rodgers as a head coach or a coordinator if you weren't Nathaniel Hackett when he left for Denver or you're the GM. 
in that locker room and that organization the last few years when he was clearly going out there trying to undermine folks. So, so yeah, I would not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers wasn't bringing people into the fold the way that he needed to. And I also think it's entirely possible, I, I think it's entirely possible that Aaron Rodgers is being a better version of himself on hard knocks, in the media, with his teammates, because he is, as Patrick pointed out, a real smart guy and wants his reputation to be better as he heads out to do something else. This guy wants to host Jeopardy. You better be likable if you want to host something like Jeopardy. And because he wants to win. And you need to sort of bring these guys into the fold and get the culture where you want it to be. Good calls. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. 855-212-4CBS. Tommy, I'm so excited, buddy. All right, here's the deal. Good morning, by the way. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday, Junior, to you. Mm. That's Thursday. Friday, mm. Junior. Heard. Got it. You don't like it. So I've been I've been asking you, this is true, You on and off the air for two years, how many times a week do I, am I like, just watch this, you'll love it? Three? How many times a week? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably set the number at two and a half, but three sounds good. Excluding last night, how many times have you ever done it? Uh, that would be a goose egg. Yeah. So I the other day I was like, just watch the first seven minutes of the opening season of Justified. The reason I'm thinking of Justified is that it was on for six years. It's a classic. It's my favorite show of all time. It's not the best, but it's my favorite show of all time. It's back. There's like a spinoff kind of thing. Justified Primeval. I've been thinking about it, and I asked you to watch it, and you didn't do it, and I was just like, what the hell? Is that a fair? Uh, very accurate on your part, yes. And you you watched, or don't tell me, but you watched at least the opening scene. Yes. All right, so how about this? Why don't we... Enter the portal of mini movie review. I'll warm you up. You know, like when Taylor Swift does her show, she's in LA now. There's a there's warm up acts, and then she comes out. Got it. Got it. You're the main draw, but I'll do a one mini movie review as your opening act. You ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. Shorter than the shortest attention span. Shorter than Kevin Durant's commitment to a team. And shorter than a movie trailer. It's Bill Ryder's Super Short Movie Report. All right. Maestro, please put 30 seconds on the clock. Ready and go. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is a force of nature until you realize you've seen this movie six or seven times before. Tom Cruise is still extraordinary. The amazing jump that he does off the motorcycle is awesome. It's about AI battling spies. You'd think that I would love it. I was entertained. The popcorn tastes better. The old-fashioned tastes crisper. But in the end, I realized that I left part one because it's a part two. It's a little recycled. It's a little stale. I like the movie. It's worth going to the theater. But they need to change things up in that franchise. Oh! Under the buzzer! I love going to movies alone. Is that weird? I love it. I've never done that. Never. Oh, because I travel a lot all the time. I've thought about it, but I've always chickened out. Now, I will say this. Lori and the kids were gone. I um, I was in these, you can get these sort of comfortable seats, right? Like you can sort of pay an extra five bucks and sit in a comfortable seat and there's a waiter. I love L.A. And I'm sitting there in a solo seat and there's two seats to my left and a couple walk in. They're in their probably 20s. And she is extremely attractive and he is very buff. And she sits down next to me, and they give me a look like, who's the guy by himself? And the guy turns and goes, are you okay? And she's like, I'll be fine. Because of me. What am I doing? Because I went to a movie by myself? you got to check with you. Then just switch seats, bro. I didn't book a seat to sit next to your girlfriend. That's the thing about movies, now. Like, i, I got to make reservations. i got to book my seat yeah. every time. Like, yeah. That's not part of a movie experience. Yeah, it is. Dude, they bring you drinks with alcohol in them. Well, you have to pay for them, but... <laughs> 
I pushed a little button halfway through the movie, and a waiter came over. Can I have another cocktail? Makes you right. feel important. All right. So, Tommy, I'm, we're, we're, scrap, we're, we're scratching the, the buzzer. We're in mini movie review, but you don't have to mini this at all. You watched the, the pilot, the first. I don't know if you watched the whole episode or what happened. Just ju- I asked you to watch the opening scene of Justified. It's classic. Take it away. Bill, not only did I watch the opening scene of Justified circa 2010, I watched the entire first episode of Justified. This show, this episode, I can tell is centered around its main character, Raylan Givens. He is the show. He has an aura about him. He works for the U.S. Marshal Service. Like, this guy is the show. I want to find out more about him. This opening scene where he murders somebody, I can give it away, it's over 12 years old, where he murders somebody on top of a Miami hotel building because he's threatening him that he has 24 hours to leave the city, and that time is up, I want to know more about this character. Riveting scene, right? Riveting scene. I didn't think he was going to do it. Neither did the person that he killed. You think he murdered, but the guy drew first. The guy drew first, so he's quote-unquote justified. Yeah. Uh, he gets in trouble. He gets sent back to his home state of Kentucky. He's working out, basically meeting people that he grew up with. Everybody in this town, he knows them. I want to find out more about this guy. I'm skeptical about the story. The main, I guess, villain in the first episode is somebody he grew up with, worked in the coal mines with. Boyd Crowder. Who I don't think is dead, but the end of the first episode got shot. I don't think he's going to die. Don't spoil it for me. I am going to watch episode number two. Oh, man. He, this feels like a one of an... He's an all-time character, Raylan Givens. If Aaron Rodgers and Tom DeCelestino can change in the same week, anything is possible. We can cure global warming. We can come together. After the first scene, after the first several minutes of the show, I texted my wife, who was upstairs watching one of her shows. I said, hey, we can start this over. You may want to watch this with me. This this feels like a really good show. And we watched the first episode together. Mrs. Diesel came in for it? She's in. She's in. All right. I thought you'd like... Dude, this show... I'm not saying Primeval. The new Primeval is, like, nostalgic, and I like it, but it's not... This, so Lori, with Lori and the kids gone, I started. I just started watching Justified. I just started, turned on season four. I'm on season six now. I was just like, <laughs> I I used to watch the show when I traveled back in the day. I it, I think you're gonna love it, dude. So for people at home, I know it's ten years, thirteen years old, but it's back. As Tom pointed out, he is a he is a marshal. He basically operates like he's still in the wild wild west, where he can draw down with people, and his bosses are basically saying to him, bro. This ain't the, the 1800s. You can't just go around shooting people. It's an actual line at the start of the show. I may learn this as, as I advance in the series and the show, but he feels to me like he would stick out like a sore thumb in Miami. You you have lived in Miami. That character to me, like, what was he doing in Miami? So he would, but I, I will say this. Miami is a pretty eclectic place, and you see some, some, some folks like Raylan Givens that you might look at and say, that's a weirdo. He wears a big cowboy hat. It is. Yeah, he didn't have the vibe of the hotel that he was at. Like, as soon as the first shot of the show, I could tell we were in Miami. Before it even said we were in Miami, it felt like Miami. Then I see Raylan Givens, and he is the opposite of Miami to me. It's. I started drinking um, bourbon because of that show. I was watching that show, and I they kept drinking Blanton's back when you could actually find it. And I'm like, I guess I'll. 
guess I'll try bourbon. And it, I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. I didn't even know. It'll change your life, Tom. I don't I'm drink, proud of you. I don't drink bourbon right now. Maybe I will. Why did you watch it? You never watch anything. You asked me to several Tom. times, and I felt like I should probably do something that you asked me to do. <laughs> it's very... I'm not even going to say it. There's no... I just, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And Mrs. Diesel. And Mrs. Diesel, what'd she say? What was her take? She's in. She, she was riveted by it. We didn't, we didn't speak once during the whole episode. Dude, and by the way, what you saw is just the beginning. It is a... The whole show is, is, is that. It's, incre- it's really good. So the problem is now you're going to have to get Tim- Timothy Oliphant on the show. And I'm going to have to learn how to say his name. Is it elephant? That could be an issue. It sounds like elephant. <laughs> you think people say to him, oh, that's the elephant in the room? Uh, I'm going to go with no. All right. Uh, that was fun. Now we're going to get into some, some, some other stuff. It ain't fun, but it is important. Uh, Northwestern, some of the, the coaches at Northwestern with an ill-advised, I guess, protest of the consequences of incompetence that leads to allegations, multitude of allegations of hazing in your program, and an update on, on Cal and Stanford and SMU that is not ideal if you're one of those schools looking, especially Cal and Stanford, for a way to survive as your conference crumbles around you. We'll get into both of those topics. It's a crazy time in college football, and we'll do that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I love to pee outside. Wouldn't you rather pee outside than in the bathroom? I would. No. I've been places where I've been like back up to the woods where I've had to go to the bathroom in the living room and I've gone up and gone, walked out the back door to pee outside so I go into the bathroom. On CBS Sports Radio. I know you think you're shaming me. You're not. It's mad. I mean, going back to our n- nature, to roots, man. When you're camping and you have to pee outside. Doesn't it feel like you're connected with the world the way it's supposed to be? How many times do you think I've gone camping? <laughs> Good point. Alan tweets at Cell CBS. That's you, Tommy. And at Sportswriter. That's me. I haven't watched Justified up here in Canada, but I have a good authority that's really good. My authority at, yes, Nick Searcy. He played Art Mullen, who uh, you saw in that uh, opening episode. Dalton Wells tweets, I'm telling you the same. Tell Cell CBS, watch the first 15 minutes of Warrior. You'll be hooked. I'll keep pounding this until you do or you mute me. I'm not going to mute you. I watched a little Warrior. I liked it. i got to get back to it. Interesting concept in the, I think, 1800s in San Francisco. And turning back to Aaron Rodgers, at DMC's voice, tweets at us, of course Aaron is a phony, drama in Green Bay for three years, doesn't talk to his family, and he's 40 and unmarried. Hmm. I don't make vast sweeping judgments over people's personal lives. Like you just, Everybody's you just don't. got family stuff. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is true, and it's unfortunate. I also know a lot of people who are unmarried at 40. A lot strong. I've got some buddies who are unmarried at 40. And they are characters. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. All right, let me get this um this Northwestern stupidity out of the way. I, maybe they're just trying to be bum of the week. Maybe that's like a goal. All right, here's the deal. 
as I'm sure you know, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald was long, was the longtime head coach of Northwestern, was a beloved figure there, played there. He actually wore the number 51. That'll become important in a second. And under his watch, and under a bad football team last year, they won a game last season, by the way, uh, there was enough allegations of hazing and a cover-up and or looking the other way, so-called investigation initially by the university and the current athletic director, who we're going to mention, uh, that there were 16 lawsuits. Multiple lawsuits certainly seem viable and accurate to the level that that athletic director and that institution, Northwestern, reverse course, fired Pat Fitzgerald, brought in interim head coach David Braun, who's only been there for seven or eight months, so he wasn't a part of all of this. And there's a cloud that's over the university. It's an embarrassment, and it's, A, for me, something that you should feel awful about. But, B, if you want to move past that, from a practical perspective, if you're any part of the Northwestern Athletic Department or football team, you don't want to draw attention to it. Which brings us to the idiocy and the arrogance and the boneheadedness, to me, of some of the members of the remaining staff at a practice yesterday wearing shirts that say cats against the world northwestern their their right their 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 mascot with the number 51 basically us against the world we miss Pat Fitzgerald i think is the the message and they had insult to injury the athletic director what's the guy's name Derek Gregg Greg Derek Gregg who is not as Tommy pointed out blameless in this entire fiasco was at the practice and saw saw the shirts and had to release a statement i'll just read it to you even if somebody else wrote it, probably. I am extremely disappointed that a few members of our football programs have decided to wear cats against the world. Neither I nor the university was aware that they owned or would wear these shirts today. The shirts are inappropriate, offensive, and tone deaf. Yeah, they're definitely tone deaf. As is, and I guess you're an interim, so maybe you're just trying to showcase you don't belong as a head coach and you'd be better off as a coordinator. As is David Braun's response, quote, it's not my business to censor anyone's free speech, end quote. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me get real edgy here, because this is something we all disagree on. I promise you that if some football players at Northwestern showed up with Let's Go Brandon shirts or MAGA Sucks shirts, either side of that, do you know what David Braun's going to say? You can have whatever political view you want outside of my football team. Take those damn shirts off. You're not wearing them. If his quarterback or his linebacker showed up with Trump Sucks or Biden Sucks shirts, He's not going to be like, oh, it's the First Amendment. I, he is going to see a, to quote, justified bleep storm coming on the horizon. Be like, no. So that's garbage. He approved of it, at least passively, by letting those guys walk onto that field and wear those shirts. And I just went political because wherever you're listening, you're going to be offended by one of those two shirts, right? It could be anything. It could be any hot button issue in the world. You don't get to just wear whatever you want when you're on a football team. Tom's got views. Tommy doesn't think you should pee in the woods. Most real men are like, that's not cool. But we would have a right to stop wearing that shirt if we wanted to, Tom. Bad takes are okay, but not always at the job. Get control of your organization, of your football team, of your staff, even though you're an interim coach, David Braun. It's not my business to censor anyone's free speech. Yeah, but it is your business to know how free speech works works if you're going to utilize it as an excuse. Just as a reminder... Free speech doesn't mean you can say whatever you want without consequences at your work. It means you can say whatever you want without consequences from your government. It's a completely different thing. You can be fired for what you say. That's not free speech. 
You can't be jailed for it. Um, Tom, so Spike Eskins, our boss, could come on the radio and be like, Spike Eskins is the worst. Tom can be fired for that. He cannot be jailed for that. All right? David Braun, you got it? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good talk. Tom, anything you want to add to that? It just gets worse and worse. Every time we talk Northwestern football, it's never it's never anything positive. They make it worse on themselves. Yeah, self-inflicted wounds. Arrogance is a difficult disease to overcome because you often don't know that you're infected. And this is this is arrogance, man. This is weird. This is unfair. People don't like the consequences of things that happen. People don't like the world being unfair. <laughs> if you allow hazing at your university, if it's the level you're going to be sued into oblivion, if you attempted to look the other way, if there is overwhelming evidence that this was a cultural problem, guess what? It's not the man coming after you. It's not political correctness. It's not the haters. It's just that you didn't run a clean shop and do a good job managing your football team. And that's on you. It's not, And by the way, I don't... It's not Pat Fitzgerald. You you gotta be you gotta be good at your job. You gotta know what's going on. Speaking of being good at your job, for where we are now on August tenth, remember, remember this all started with a two week suspension in the middle of the summer when the football team was doing nothing anyway. And that's why I say that AD Derek Gregg does not have his hands clean. That's all he was going to do was slap Pat Fitzgerald on the wrist and look where we are now about a month later. People, I mean, look, I've been in I've been in, in cultures where things go on that are. I worked at a place once where some some truly hor. I mean, and I don't mean I mean horrid things went on, but it was so accepted in the culture, and people were so afraid of the boss, and he was so protected that that folks got away with it, right? So it's it. I've seen it. You can be in a culture where otherwise good people either don't grasp or don't want to grasp the significance and reality of something. They don't. Because that person is succeeding or they're beloved. In this case, beloved. Because it's not like Fitzgerald was succeeding. And, and for that to still be true, as you said, Tom, a, a month or so later for some of these folks just shows an inability. Those people don't belong in the program. I'll, I'll say it. Because they don't know there's a problem. They don't understand what's going on. They don't get why Fitzgerald's gone. You shouldn't be there. That's how we got here in the first place. Not that you walked into the locker room and said, oh, you're hazing Joey? Great! Let me help. It's that you didn't care enough to think it was a problem. If you can wear that T-shirt in front of your AD after the story came out, you can certainly look the other way on this stuff when you think no one's paying attention. Those guys don't belong in that program. All right, quick update, quick update, because I want to get to it. We've been dominating. Hammering. Uh, I love that expression. It's a nail. I got it. It's hammering it. The, the college football madness, and Barrett Salih is going to join us in about, about seven or eight minutes and, and, and update us on what's going on. But here's a quick sort of latest turn of the screw. We talked yesterday about the ACC eyeing Cal and Stanford and maybe SMU down there in Texas if, but not by themselves, they added Cal and Stanford. Cal and Stanford are obviously on the other side of the country, but the Pac-12 is now the Pac-4, and you got to survive. you you got to survive. you got to be out there on your own. I, I know, was it Chip Kelly who said that, that everyone should go the, the Notre Dame route, but not everybody's Notre Dame. So until Alabama leads that charge, good luck with that. It's not going to happen. And next Tuesday, I think it is, is the deadline for Florida State and Clemson. Same, but but not as vocal to opt out of the ACC at a major penalty. But still, there's a lot going on. Well, there's a little bit of a slowdown. And this could change quickly in, in those moves for Cal, Stanford, and 
maybe SMU to join the ACC. No vote yet. You have to get 12 of the 15 members to vote to approve. That includes, by the way, interestingly, Notre Dame. They get a vote. Notre Dame wants wants Stanford in the mix because they have a rivalry, even though Notre Dame is not a part of the football reality. They're a part of everything else. But there aren't the votes is what I'm reading from this news. They've slowed it down because there clearly aren't the votes and there's concerns in the ACC. Now, what you don't know is to what degree Florida State or Clemson aren't being cooperative or helpful because they're not sure they're going to be there and or other schools are like, I'm not, I don't want this vote to go down if, if Florida State and or Clemson are going to have a say and it's close. We don't know if they're going to be here. So this isn't Cal and Stanford and maybe SMU are shut out. It is a slowdown. And if you're Cal and Stanford, you have to be really worried because if you're standing in your house and it's crumbling all around you, you don't want to hear that the solution is paused. No matter how dire or not dire that pause turns out to be, you gotta you gotta reach out and grasp something. And the other thing is, I and we talked about this even before the Stanford Cal to the ACC thing really took hold. Geography doesn't matter anymore. I understand it will be significant to all the programs that are not football. It it will be a pain in the in the ass to get where you want to go. It's gonna be I got all that. It doesn't matter to the decision makers. I don't mean to me. I don't mean what should be true. I mean what is true. Doesn't matter that Stanford is in San Francisco, basically, south of San Francisco, on the West Coast, and that the ACC is largely, you know, on the Atlantic Coast, since it's the Atlantic Coast Conference. We'll keep you updated. We'll let you know. Barrett Salee is going to give us a lot more insight. We also haven't talked really just about, about the SEC. Is Alabama overrated? Is there a dark horse team? Who's going to get humiliated other than Missouri because they're my alma mater and that's what they do? So let's... um. Let's roll into the show and into what has been our continuing college football conversation. A little talk with our guy, Barrett Salee. He hosts a show over at SiriusXM, where you can catch us, by the way, as well, 158. And, uh, and he's just great over at CBS Sports HQ. Great writer, insider, expert, opinionator, great guy. And he's going to join us next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 